This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to a Tuesday tune-up with J.M. Ryerson. And to my left... Lisa Ryerson. I don't know why, but I decided I was going to serenade you this morning. Did you know that? Really? You just did a little bit. I'm about to. Oh, I'm so excited. My favorite. If you say that you love me, won't you stay with me for all time? Okay, that's it for today. I don't know why. I just decided I wanted to. That was very nice. Thank you. You're welcome, my love. I have a mic, and I was singing the other day, and I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Where were you singing? Here. By by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Because you have a mic, and it's like you have a mic, you got a pop filter, you have all this fun stuff. Why not sing a little bit? Do you want me to start singing? Nope. Oh, now you're judging. I'm a great singer. No. I'm not. It's so flat. It is like (laughs) I'm Tonation (laughs) and and Lisa just knew. (laughs) Love you, babe, but that's not one of your talents. So today we're talking about 31 quotes to brighten your day. I don't know that we can get through all 31, and I don't know that we should, but this was a fun one to write because, well, I love quotes. You you notice a lot of uh, communication that I do. I, I use a quote. They've shaped my world. And so I just decided, you know what? We're going to do 31 because some months have 31. So I thought people could use them. And we're going to start with, I'm just going to throw them out there. And you, you don't have to respond to all of them. You respond to the ones that really hit you. All right. All right. So uh, spiritual. There's nothing more important than this moment. That's unknown. Hmm. Nothing. Next. (laughs) One of my favorites coming up. This is inspirational. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. That's by George Adair. I didn't realize that's who that was from. I quote this a lot. Go ahead. Love that. That one hits me for sure. I love that one because, you know, we all have these big goals and we want to do these great things. And the only thing that's stopping us from doing that is fear. Right? And so you just have to get over it, right? And my favorite quote is, but did you die? And just go for it, right? Stop getting in the way of yourself because if you really want all those great things, you got to push through it. Yeah, of all, and I'm looking up at the board of all these amazing guests we've had on Let's Go Win, and this is the common theme. They don't allow the fear to get in their way to go accomplish things that they were told they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at, uh, you know, Bill Dorfman. He was absolutely told he he you know he couldn't, and he he chose not to. Kevin Lucas, same way. Um, you know, all these people, they weren't told like, oh yeah, you're going to be amazing at the. They chose to do it. So I love that quote. Mm-hmm. Um, gratitude. We talk about this. This is a gratitude quote. Gratitude is a currency that we can mint for ourselves and spend without fear of bankruptcy. It's a long one. Fred DeWitt Van Amberg. He, I'm guessing, is Dutch. Anything? Yeah, I think gratitude is so important. And it's something that I learned probably in the last eight years. I mean, not long, right? I mean, it wasn't something that I grew up with. It wasn't something 
that my parents and I sat there and were like, oh, we're grateful for this. We're grateful for this. And, and once I learned it, it's been awesome because it really puts things in perspective, right? Um, when I'm having a little victim moment, doesn't happen often, <laughs> but when I am having like, oh my gosh, the, you know, our, so for example, we've had a tarp up in our dining room for the last two and a half months. It is now down. It got taken down yesterday. Very excited about it. But we had a window that leaked, right? That caused damage and it's a brand new home. And it took them because of COVID, it took almost three months for the window replacement to come in. And I mean, it's just been ongoing. And I have these moments where I get frustrated, like, come on, like, let's get the windows in. I'm tired of not having my house put together, all this stuff. And then I just have to stop and go, gosh, this is really first world problems. Like we have a roof over our heads. We can feed our children. We have a great life, you know? And so gratitude is so important. And uh, it is, it's, it's a currency that can never run out. If you take the time to recognize it a hundred percent. Yeah. I just realized something. So this, this could end up being several episodes because I love what just happened. I asked you something and you went into a story and everybody stories are what we love. Uh, we may do this over one episode or three. I, so I'm not going to put a. am t- putting a time limit at 15 minutes. We're done. But this could continue. We might have week two of this because I am loving this. This is fun. <laughs> Leadership. To add value to others, one must first value others. That's by John Maxwell. Obviously, arguably one of the, the leadership gurus out there. He has brought so much of it to the forefront. To add value to others, one must first value others. Yes. I mean, how can you lead somebody if you don't value that person? Right. I mean, it just, it seems straightforward. It does. But so often, and I think it's when people are just beginning as, as leaders and I'm using air quotes that no one can see, but they don't think of it that way. And here's what I mean. It's not that they, yeah, they just, they're, they're followers. So they, they maybe forget that the value is the, it's not them as the leader. It's, it's the, the entire team. Mm-hmm. So I, that's a very deep, one to me and I, I it means a lot to me because you have to take stock and anybody that has is willing to put their faith into you as a leader you better value them don't ever forget that I, that's a huge one i love that one um optimism optimism is the faith that leads to achievement nothing can be done without hope and confidence that's by helen keller Yeah. See, so you get really deep into these quotes. I'm like, that one's straightforward (laughs) because if you're not optimistic, if you don't have hope, then how are you going to get anywhere? Here's why I get deep. I think of Helen Keller and I'm like, okay, right. It wasn't like she had a whole lot necessarily to be optimistic about, but she chose that. Yeah, she did. That's why, maybe that's why, because Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, it's, you're right. It is very straightforward. But then if you put the, you know, and that's why they're so impactful to it. Like when Nelson Mandela says a quote, I, I listen because, again, when you've seen his jail cell, when you understand that story, that's remarkable. That's why when I hear those. So anyway, uh, courage. Courage is the most important of all virtues, because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. That's Maya Angelou. Mm, I love her. She's awesome. 
Yeah, courage. I mean, that goes back to like the fear, right? If you don't have courage to push through your fears, then what do you have? Yeah, I, it, this is the, you have to take that leap, right? Mm-hmm. To, to I always say courage is like a muscle. It gets stronger the more you use it, but you have to be willing to do it just one time. Um, so I, and when she says, because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. It's true. You have to be courageous in the face of people telling you can't do these things. Mm-hmm. And then again, I go back to the board. These people are courageous in their own right. Even if it's not outwardly courageous, they, they tell themselves I can do it. It's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Fun. There's no fear when you're having fun. Will Thomas. Mm, my favorite, actually, this one, this is like fun is my favorite. Um, recently I had, I'd posted something on Facebook and one of our new neighbor friends and she was cute. She goes, gosh, you just know how to have fun. And I told her, I said, life is too short not to have fun. And I think I embrace that when my brother passed away. Um, it will be in June. It will be nine years. Can you believe that? Mm. It's crazy. So, Nine years ago, my brother passed away and I just remember, and he was young. He was like 49 years old and I was way too young. And I just remember going, gosh, tomorrow is not guaranteed. So we should be having fun. Like life is too short not to have fun every single day, right? And do something fun every day. Well, as adults, we forget to play. Mm -hmm. It's probably the biggest mistake that we make as adults is we decide, oh, I got responsibilities. I have to look a certain way. That's all nonsense, by the way. You know, your kids like when you're having more fun Mm -hmm. and you're laughing and you're smiling. They don't like you to be the serious, buttoned-up adult. No one does. That shit's boring. (laughs) Uh, This one, I'm glad we're doing this one because I have my—I don't have to. I get to write a blog this week on fun, and I've been struggling a bit with what the structure should look like. So I'm just going to have fun with it. I'm going to knock this one out today. No structure because it's fun. Yep, that's it. It's going to be— 7,000 words of fun. (laughs) Just jibber jabber. Confidence. What could we accomplish if we knew we could not fail? That's Eleanor Roosevelt. So, so that one's interesting to me, right? Because we talk about failure and we talk about embracing failure. So that one's kind of a tricky one for me because I believe that we all fail and you have to fail to learn. So I don't know. I don't know that I love that quote. Here's why I think if Eleanor were sitting here right now, mm-hmm. I bet you what she's saying is it's, it is your perception of if you can fail or not. Mm-hmm. If she didn't believe in failure based on that quote, which I don't either, by the way, I see you're never failing. Mm-hmm. You're learning. Yeah. I think that's how I read that is like, if, if you don't believe you can actually fail, you would never not try to do something. Right. There wouldn't be a fear there, right, to move forward and go kill it. Yeah. What 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 is the fear? Mm-hmm. I, I can't fail. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do something new that I've never tried. Mm-hmm. I love that quote. So it's funny how that didn't hit you at first. But if, again, if you dig yeah. a little deeper on these quotes. Yeah, I take everything at face value. I'm going to start digging. So this is one of my favorites. So I'm curious on yours. Vulnerability, which, by the way, I struggle with this. Darn. Uh, Let me be vulnerable about the fact that I can't say vulnerability very well. (laughs) Vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. That's Dr. Brene Brown. 
Oh, love her too. She's awesome. Um, yes, you have to be vulnerable. I mean, I don't even, you get deep with this one. I think this is, this is all you. I mean, it's, it's probably the scariest thing for people to do is to truly put themselves out there. Fear of judgment or whatever. It is the most profound lesson I've learned, certainly in my professional life. And, uh, Brene Brown, if you haven't had a chance, check out her Netflix special. Like I, I like her books. I love her on Mm -hmm. stage when she speaks. She's phenomenal. Yeah. So it's like, if you don't dig her books, try and, and watch her or listen to her Ted talks because she's really, really, she's, she's nailed it. All right. Culture, the beauty of the world lies in the diversity of its people. That's an unknown quote. Our family's very diverse. I love that. I mean, the entire world world is becoming a melting pot. I love that. I do too. I love that. It's so great to see that. And when we lived in California, um, we lived in Granite Bay. And so that was, I mean, it actually was quite diverse, I feel. But when we went to um, the Bay Area, it was the coolest thing to see other families that were diverse. Like, right? So different cultures or different ethnicities of mom and dads and then seeing the children and they're just so beautiful. And that's what, uh, when I was little, I just remember going, you know, I want to have mixed babies. So that's where you came into, into the picture. That's it. That was, was the only reason why. Cause I wanted beautiful babies. Find a big white dude. And yep. that's, that's it. <laughs> and I think we did pretty good. I think our boys are quite handsome, but I could be totally biased. Well, I think why culture is so amazing, and this is why I enjoy traveling so much, is because you get to experience something totally mm-hmm. different than what you grew up with. There, There's this whole world out there, and it's not one culture. Mm-hmm. There's a culture in Canada. There's a culture in Ghana. There's a culture, and they're all different, is my point. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, because imagine how, I think of it this way. Imagine if you, unless you really like vanilla ice cream, and I don't even eat ice cream, but that's all you can eat for the rest of your life. Don't you want to try some Rocky Road? Don't you want to do mint chocolate chip? I don't My know. Favorite. You eat ice cream, so. Oh, every flavor. You I don't just want just it. one, right? Right. And you know what? I never pick vanilla unless I have to. Because it's so vanilla. <laughs> it's so vanilla. <laughs> Oh man! Another bad dad. We we should do a segment on bad dad jokes because that would be hilarious, and I have a ton. And you need to put the kids on it because I don't know that I can sit here for fifteen minutes with your bad dad joke. Hey, dads, keep bringing the heat. Bad dad jokes. We got through ten, so I think we did pretty good. That was great. So, guess what? Next episode, we're going through some more. I loved them. Uh, we put out a book that I think people get some value. Where can they find it, Lisa? Yeah, so our new book that we just published, it's on Amazon. It's called Let's Go Win, and it's a Champions Daily Playbook. Um, grab it. It's awesome. You can journal, you know, you journal it for 90 days, and I really, truly believe it will magically change your life. And it's already changed so many people's lives. Like we have people calling us all the time going, Oh my gosh, I'm writing it every single day. And it's so great. And it's really simple. It takes like five minutes a day, but it's a check-in. It's a daily check-in, which I think is awesome. So if you know, not everybody has accountability buddy or whatnot, that is your new accountability buddy. I think it's great. If you have five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night, that's all you need. And I 
promise you will get a lot of value from it. So I'm proud of the work. I think it's something everybody can get a ton of value out of. So check it out, you guys. Really appreciate hearing back uh, what you did or didn't get from it. I'm cool with, if you hated it. That's cool, too. Let me know. I like feedback. I love it. So, all right, you guys. I will continue Transcendent Life. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.